<laughs> Moonraker. Ding, 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 ding. Spider-Man. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Podcast vs. Player, episode 92. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who went to the library and asked if they had the book about tiny penises. The librarian said, I don't think it's in yet, to which he replied, yes, that's the one. It's only <laughs> Buddy Dad. <laughs> back on form. There we go. It's stuck a couple of weeks, but... Yeah, we've, we've been building up to it. It's okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm all good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. It's a... Uh, we're a day late. Yeah, a little bit. What well, she said. Oh, well. Hey. Hey. Period jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Dan, I've come bearing news. Give me the news. Here is the news. Da, 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 da. Uh, do you like buying games and films, Dan? Uh, preferably, yeah. Yeah, well, luckily, you're an Amazon Prime member. I am. I'm not. And uh, Amazon basically pushing... Um, select games and movies you can only buy if you are a Prime member I didn't know you could get games on Prime no just on Amazon in general but basically they're saying um, and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you um, Amazon's push to encourage the whole world to sign up to its Prime membership service continues as the online retailer has started to make blockbuster movies and games including Birdman and Grand Theft Auto 5 exclusive to Prime members the World of Products are an electric section, which includes PlayStation 4 editions of Rainbow Six Siege, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and GTA 5, and the Blu-ray editions of Oscar-winning movie Birdman. Um, basically, unless you have Prime, you cannot buy these games or movies on Amazon. So what, it's free? No, you start to buy them. <laughs> so I can't just have a normal Amazon membership and then just buy a game? You, the only way you can do it is by... Um, either signing up for a 30 day free trial or purchasing it from a third party marketplace seller which is more than likely going to be second hand that doesn't make any sense it's stupid why would you push someone to pay 80 quid or I don't know 100, uh, 110, 120 dollars or whatever it is a year for an Amazon Prime membership for maybe one or two games that you might buy yeah wow it's ridiculous, is what if it is. There was, if there was a fringe benefit of being an Amazon Prime member, so in saying, well, in a sort of Games for Gold or PS Plus kind of way, they say, you pay 80 quid a year, you get a lot for that. Um, obviously, we try and encourage as many people as possible to buy stuff from Amazon. Like, in order to justify my subscription, I have to try and buy as much as I can, really, through it. Yeah. But if they said, as a, as a bonus, because, you know, we want to sort of encourage people to buy games from us in disc form rather than, you know, just codes off websites, um, you get, like free games like a free game a month or something like that not even not even if it's just a discount so it's 48 quid say but an amazon prime membership member gets it for 35 quid well yeah but if but again you'll probably get a digital code that's less than that well no because so far it seems to be for consoles especially playstation 4 right and there's no chance you're getting a new release for 35 quid on no. PSN. <laughs> no, not at all. No way. But as a non-Amazon Prime member, I feel shafted because I don't buy any games from Amazon. <laughs> but I like the option to. Yeah. Well, you've got me for that, though. Yeah, basically. I can just ring you up and go, down. you order me this, please. Yep, I've got Which I, I very, very very much suspect a lot of people not necessarily contacting you but um, if you're listening and you don't have a Prime membership get in contact with Dan he'll get, little, you, he'll get you some games if there's a little something for me maybe yeah, I can have a week with it first and then send it on yeah well Dan can just add what he wants yeah yeah I'll add the wish list and if I need to new guitar strings or something like that yeah <laughs> I need guitar. those all the time um, but yeah but I think it's a very silly move 
Yeah, I don't Very quite get silly. that. It and could I... just be one of those things that they just sort of test in the water with and just say, we'll see how many people, how many additional subscriptions to Amazon Prime we can get if we're just selling films. And that's the thing you see, the films is a bigger one because I know there's a couple of people at work that exclusively buy films through Amazon, mainly mm. foreign films and stuff as well because they're just easier to get a hold of. Um, and although I don't tend to buy uh, games or films through Amazon, I watch a lot of Amazon Prime videos like the mm. films and TV shows and stuff that are on there. Um, and although that's a benefit for having Amazon Prime, it's still not a great choice. It's, mm. it's, I'd say it's even worse than Netflix. And the British version of Netflix is not good. Oh, what I can't get my head around is it's, it doesn't seem like it's a cost-saving exercise as video games, I imagine, have the lowest, especially like video games and movies at least, have the lowest overheads um, on most stores, um, they have a high selling price. They're not going to go off if they're just left on a shelf. Yeah, and they can be stacked and shipped pretty fucking easily. Well, it's just a little box and a disc inside. Yeah, so I can't see, I can't see it, a taking up a lot of space. B it doesn't cost them a lot to in order to fulfil um, purchases. So it it just seems weird that they are targeting such a massive chunk of their business when, you know, they, they may as well have just done it for stuff that maybe they look at the demographic and go, well, people who have got Prime tend to buy this more than something else. So maybe just make that exclusive to Prime. Yeah. And I can't see that being video games. I, I wouldn't imagine so, no. Um, I mean, their, their biggest sort of competition really would be, other than shops themselves, would be these sort of digital retailers yeah. who are, you know, selling codes or pre-owned games or something like that. So then the the way to get people in, the incentive would be to have a serious reduction. So saying, yeah. you know, if you're buying a disc, a physical disc game, um, then we'll, you can't necessarily price match, but say we'll, we'll do 20% off the RLP. Yeah. Um, if you're a Prime member. Yeah, if you're a Prime member. If that's the case and you buy a lot of games for Amazon, that would be, go, oh shit, well I might save a lot of money overall if I just spend 80 quid a year and yeah. get a, a Prime membership. Um, plus you get all the free videos, you get all the free um, music and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, but I, I can't see them getting rid of G2A or GameSeek, uh, <laughs> who are Europe and the UK's number one online retailer. <laughs> For video games and such, um, I, I can't see this being a huge threat to them going, shit, we need to rethink our business model. There's, there's no way we can compete with Amazon Prime when they're charging 80 quid for the privilege of just being able to buy games through them. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense to me. Especially as I, especially um, in the area that I live, I, as a rule of thumb, I found that a lot of supermarkets, especially Sainsbury's, are a lot cheaper than, sorry, affiliates, but they are cheaper than the likes of Game um, and Argos and Amazon and stuff. And if I can just walk to a supermarket and buy a game cheaper and have it there and then, why the fuck am I going to pay 80 quid for the privilege of spending an extra 5 or 10 quid? That Then it just comes the day afterwards. Yeah, and it's still, I've still got to wait for it to be delivered. Yeah, I mean, I, you'd still do it on the pre-order though, so it's easier to pre-order. You just go on, one click, and then you're done. But, but again... The likes of like, especially um, some website that I can't remember the name of, but James uses it for all his games. And when you pre-order, ninety-seven percent of the time you get it the day before you're meant yeah. to have it. See, a lot of the time, if you buy directly from publishers, although you'll spend like fifty quid for it, yeah, yeah. you may very well. It, it's a sort of a crapshoot, really, as to whether you do or not. But you can get it the day before it's actually released. But um, I like to think that this is something they're sort of they're going to try for a few months, see if they get a, an additional pull on Prime memberships. And Unlikely. <laughs> I, I can't imagine so because I can't imagine there being a huge market for it when people are used to going into game shops or they're going to specific websites. Like yeah. you, you kind of like with me, I I go to G2A a lot simply to see if it's cheaper there than buying it off Steam. Yeah. yeah. And when you take into account the VAT and stuff like that, if it's cheaper to buy it on Steam, I'll buy it on Steam. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I'm going to go where the best offer is. And well, obviously, it's... I, I don't want to... Even that, though, I, I still wouldn't think 
Need a new game. Let's have a look at Amazon. Let's see what it's just like. That's not even close to the top of the list when it comes to checking for new stuff. Uh, the only game I bought off Amazon that I could think of, at least, was Disney Infinity 2.0. Yeah. That's because it was half price. The it was like seventy quid in game, and it was thirty five quid on Amazon. So I was like, fuck it, <laughs> yeah, why not? I, but I, I was I, I wasn't on there looking for it. I was looking or buying something else, and I, it, I just saw it. I was like, oh wow! So I bought it. Yeah, I I, I bought Spore eight years oh, ago, and that is, to my knowledge, the only time I've ever bought a game from them. I've I've actually got five pounds worth of Amazon coins or whatever that they gave me. No, ten pounds, sorry, um, to use on the Amazon App Store. Right. Um, I still haven't redeemed it. But you probably want to at some point. You get a discount on some app. No, so I'll save it for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure the day will be rainy enough where you have to. Well, I bought I bought my son a, a Kindle Fire tablet for Christmas. And I was really tempted to just put um, like, like the Android version of Knights of the Old Republic on there. But I was like, I think he's a bit young. <laughs> I reckon he'd be able to figure it out. Well, I'll put Goat Simulator on there for him. He loves that. So. <laughs> well, let's Goat Simulator. He can't love it. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, speaking of money, Dan. you like Dark Souls? Good. But yeah. <laughs> a Dark Souls board game has been funded in three minutes. Bloody hell. Um, a Kickstarter campaign for a tabletop board game um, reached its £50,000 funding target in three minutes. Um, after a few hours, um, it had raised more than £222,550, which is almost five times what it was originally asking for. Bloody hell. Um, Dark Souls, the board game, as it's being called, is a tabletop game designed for one to four players. It's set in the Dark Souls universe and it's made by Steamford Games in partnership with Bandai Namco. The full description is Players choose from a number of core character classes and explore dangerous locations full of monsters, treasures and deadly boss fights. Designed specifically for the Dark Souls universe and introducing a number of innovative gameplay mechanics with world-class miniatures faithful to the rich universe. The game delivers an experience that captures the very essence of the original video games. But it probably doesn't because it's a tabletop game. Yeah, if it only costs fifty grand to like design, manufacture, distribute, however many you know board games that they they'd need to in order to actually make a profit from it. Yeah, maybe that's the future. Maybe video games are taking too long; they're too expensive. Maybe we all just need to go to tabletop board game versions of our games. We need to go back in time. Pretty much, yeah. So like Uncharted Five will be like Uno. <laughs> Or like Scrabble, or Connect Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, Mouse Mouse Trap or something like that. They'll all be Halo Mouse Trap. Oh man, that'd be epic. Two of my favourite things ever. Yeah, I know, right? Um, you may change your tune, Dan. Um, if you'd like to guarantee yourself Dark Souls the board game, you can do so by pledging seventy-five pounds, which is hundred and eight dollars um, or more, and then you are guaranteed yourself <laughs> a box copy of the game. No. There you go. In response to the game's success, Steamforge wrote on Kickstarter, Bloody hell, we are over the moon. <laughs> are they from England? I'm guessing so. If you if you're saying bloody hell. Well not necessarily, it's an Australian. Well, it might be an Australian yeah. as well. Right, bloody hell. We're over the moon. Either way, that's neither an English nor an Australian impression, <laughs> so I don't know who that is. Bad I might. Still not there. But I hey, think, that, that was bang on. You were offending me, let alone I, anyone I would, who's impression. I'm pretty sure it. Mick Dundee was here. Who? Mick, Mick Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. What's next? That's it, Dan. <laughs> Thank um, fucking Christ for that. However, Dan, I'm going to ask you a question before we move on to the main topic. Alright. Uh, this was originally going to be the main topic, but we decided to change it. Does hype ruin games and movies? I'm pretty sure you've asked me that almost every week. Well, Dan, I have an answer for you. A definitive answer. No. Um, well, no. Rip people. Yeah. Ruin. There you go. Oh, so, was that the answer you were looking for? That, that was the answer I was going to give you. People, oh, right. <laughs> people ruin games and movies. Yeah, hype isn't a bad thing. People are a bad thing. Yeah. But, speaking of, Dan... Um, not speaking of Dan, but speaking of games and movies... Yeah. We've done the news... 
Okay. There's been a new X-Men trailer. Yeah, there has. X-Men Apocalypse trailer. The final trailer, as it's been called. Mm. Which seems to be a trend. I've noticed a lot of movies lately are doing final trailers. Well, it's, it's again, it's the hype train, isn't it? It is. The big Gotta watch this train. last one. It's alright. It was mm. actually alright. It was. It... I, know, I know you didn't like it. I... What? I didn't say that at all. You're like, what a big bag of shit. <laughs> right, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> not right. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag bag of shit. Yeah. Um, I, mm, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still not happy with the fact that it's been recast again, and it's just sort of like oh, we've got now. So now we've got old X Men characters. So we've got Jean Grey, we've got Scott, and all that. But now we've got new Jean Grey, we've got new Scott, we've got new Nightcrawler. And oh, no, because no, because this is. The timeline, this is like they're all younger, like the older ones aren't in it. No, I know, but I mean, they still exist after Days of Future Past because when Wolverine went back to the future, there weren't any Sentinels, everyone was okay, and it's still Famica Jensen and James Marston and uh, Halle Berry, and they were all okay and they were fine. So now, for some reason, now we've gone back in time again, which I assume is going to be after. Uh, Wolverine goes back in time in Days of Future Past. It's yeah. going to be them sort of rebuilding the X-Men after that, saying, Phew, thank God all that's over. Um, and then, but then Apocalypse is... Go- but that's what doesn't make any sense to me, because then Apocalypse shows up. So clearly, Scott's okay, Jean's okay, Storm's okay, <laughs> because they're all in the e- at the end of Days of Future Past. So if any of them get killed, they don't understand continuity. So we know that they are fine because in order for Wolverine to return to that new future, those old X-Men must have faced Apocalypse. I think we already know that Fox doesn't necessarily understand continuity. <laughs> I know, but um, the, the whole Days of Future Past revisal thing was supposed to delete Last Stand, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've still got Young and Nightcrawler and we've still got Young Mystique. So why then when they're older would... Nightcrawler and Mystique meet and not know themselves when they've already met each other in this younger version. Was Night- Nightcrawler wasn't in Days of Future Past? No, he was in X-Men 2, which means that that still stands because Last Stand was the one that was erased. Um, I don't know, maybe they got bonked on the noggin. Uh, did they all get shot through the brain with an adamantium bullet? That's exactly. What, that's what gave everyone an amnesia in fucking X-Men Wolverine. Metachlorians. Met- However, um, no, no, no. We're not. We're not skipping over this. Why? why? No, because I haven't got an answer for you. So we'll just be stuck on this. Fuck's sake! Right, go on. I I, I haven't made it. (laughs) I I just don't understand it. They've like Deadpool's absolutely right. The the whole timeline continuity thing is they're getting to the point now where they can't keep all the balls in the air that they've started juggling, and they're just like, oh shit! Well, they've got. But this thing's okay. So this thing's been deleted. But this thing's okay. And then we've got these new people who are taking over those old roles, but then we've still shown the old people. And it, it's it's getting as complicated, the X-Men universe, cinema universe, as the comic books. Yeah. Because there are so many different what-ifs and timelines and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, get rid of it and start again. Start again with this younger cast, with um, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. That's like, now Magneto. That's now Professor Xavier. I like that they... Managed to incorporate the old cast in Days of Future Past. That was cool how they did it. But I still think it would have been a lot more easier to have just said, well, you know, X-Men 1, 2 and Last Stand. That's a trilogy. That, that's got nothing to do with this new trilogy. Yeah. We will include the characters because it's a nice homage to the other films. So when they're older, this is what they will look like. But within a timeline it's got nothing to do with it yeah that would have made more sense overall because yeah. then people would be able to keep up with or what's going on and why this well, person yeah, doesn't know this person now because there'll only be three films including Apocalypse you've only got to go at first class do future first Apocalypse yeah you haven't got to dip in and out of all the other shit and then be like oh I'll know because Origins and Last Stand don't actually exist anymore blah 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 it's like well no just go make it simple but what about the Wolverine? Does that still exist? I'm assuming so, maybe. Right. But again, I don't know if 
that was just a particular um, another with this um, next Wolverine film that he's doing whether that's part of its own trilogy I don't fucking <laughs> however obviously if you've seen the trailer you will see Wolverine is in Apocalypse apparently um, so yeah what I have read as we were discussing earlier um, is more of an extended cameo rather than a main role yeah so again similar to um, Spider-Man in Civil War or to that degree which is fine well yeah it'd be nice to again have a film like First Class where he's in the centre focus yeah yeah because they had one film and it's just like, yeah, brilliant, we can get the, all the other X-Men, we don't have to worry about Wolverine. And then Days of Future Past comes along and it's like, Wolverine, we need to send you back in time. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, come on, they're good enough actors, for God's sake, just let them carry it on their own. I don't know. <laughs> they got to make money, down. Yeah, that's true. And I'm still, I'm still not fond of Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. I don't know, I still, I kind of still prefer the, I can't remember her name, but the, the person who did it in the first yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, she was just a lot. She was way better. No yeah. offence to Jennifer Lawrence, like, I know she's a big fan of the show, but <laughs> she, uh, she's a good actress and stuff, but it's, they're the, the too busy focusing, trying to make her the new Wolverine. What? And it's like making her the star as of the new X-Men. And it's like, just focus on the actual fucking X-Men. Yeah. Don't focus on Mystique. Don't focus on Magneto. Focus on the fucking X-Men. <laughs> Otherwise, call it Mystique and Magneto. Are you aware of um, any stories where Mystique is nope. an X-Man? <laughs> nope. The only See, thing that's, that's what's bothering me, because they keep on saying, you need to, you need to join us. And it's just like... As far as I was aware, there was no point where there was like a transition. It's because they've started this thing where uh, Mystique and Xavier knew each other as kids. Yeah. Don't know how that happened because she's uh, he's way older than she is anyway. Um, I think um, the only thing I can remember is she worked with Wolverine a number of times. Um, and there's been a lot of times where she has helped, especially in the animated series. There's a lot of times she's helped the X-Men, mainly because of Rogue. Yeah. But also down to Xavier and Wolverine as well. Um, but I, I don't remember her ever being an X-Men. Yeah, see, I, I don't. And like Emma Frost, I know, is an X-Man. Yeah. And um, like she changed sides basically and was like, yeah, that was crazy. Um, but now it's just sort of like, here you are in the X-Mansion again. Now you've got an X-Man suit. Let's go and fight Apocalypse. Yeah, let's give a, a really Hunger Games inspired speech. Oh man, I don't know. I'm, I am looking forward to it. Sila looks cool though. Yeah, she does, man. And she's a fucking beast as well. Yeah, like, speaking of beast, that fight scene looks quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. When he just goes to smack with that like concrete block thing, she just disintegrates it. <laughs> looks fucking cool. I mean, I think. The more I see of it, the more I think it might work. Mm. And I don't, I don't hate Apocalypse as much as, a, as initially. I don't know. He looked very purple. Like when we first saw him, like the first pictures and stuff, we just like, where's the grey and the blue? Yeah. What's going on? Where's the big A on his chest? For God's sake! I'm hoping that there's a sort of a, a transition period where he's got this look and then he updates it and he gets like, because isn't it like um, future tech or something? Like yeah, he's. Yeah. He's like actual proper suit thing. Yeah, because when they're on, I can't fly from remember the fucking actual comic, but there's one point where they're actually they've managed to get onto his ship. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to. I think it's Beast is trying to like encrypt some of the file things on the computer so they can actually see if his suit has weaknesses and stuff. And then he just presses like a button on his suit, and like the entire ship just fucking turns on him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all like future tech shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, nah, I think it looks really good, and I think it could be really good, but at the moment I'm swaying more that it could be really Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of good. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it, it was fun. It could be underwhelming, yeah. um, but I think at best, I think it, I could come out of it saying, that was good. 
Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get to the point where I'm just like, what? that was one of the best films I've ever seen. No, no. But I have a feeling that Civil War, and I don't want to compare films really, but it, it, it's not in the sense of it'll be a better film. I think my reaction to it will be a lot more positive. But it's because Civil War has been built up over almost 10 years. It's not only that. You've got the fucking Russo brothers are directing that. And up until Deadpool capped Winter Soldier with my favourite fucking comic book film. Yeah. Apparently the Odeon Cinema um, are doing a Captain America marathon. So you mm. can go and watch First Avenger, Winter Soldier and Civil War over like a six hour stint. I struggle to find a babysitter to just go and watch the film I want to go and see. <laughs> yeah, I'm not recommending it. You'll need a lot of toilet breaks, you'll need a lot of food to get you through it. Yeah, it's but a long fucking time. I appreciate the effort they're going to, so well done to you. Um, Imagine if they did it for Infinity. <laughs> you can go watch Iron Man. Iron Man too. <laughs> like, Strap in for a week, guys. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone gets issued a nappy. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it would be pretty good, actually. Just be like a sleepover for like a week at a <laughs> Do you think Wolverine in the trailer was a good idea? I would... I like that they... Sh- I would have rather they didn't show him, but I like that they just showed his hand. It's like, we had a little bit of help. It's like, Fsing! That yeah. was up. That was, that was fine. That was all right. But I would have rather... No, I mean, I already knew who was in it. By the driver, nobody fucking said anything, and I went to see it, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, fucking hell, Wolverine!" Yep, exactly like what happened in First Class. Yeah, they, they walk exactly. into that bar, and he's just there, and you're just like, oh "Oh, that's how you do a twist sort of surprise cameo or whatever." Yeah. Now, it, it sort of it's it's covering the same territory as Spider-Man though, but it's just like because Spider-Man has been such big news. Yeah. Even since they've lent the rights over from Sony. Yeah. I don't think there was a way of... I'm glad they did, because they did it in such a way that... I don't know, it was because it was a reveal of a new... It was a new Spider-Man. It was a new suit, it was a new everything. Um, So it's sort of like, was that too much of a spoiler? But the thing is, though, I didn't know Wolverine was in Apocalypse. This has ruined it for me. Yeah, exactly. I mean... So it's just sort of like... Right, okay. That's why I sent you that text after you sent me the link. I got home and I watched it and I was just like, so Wolverine's in it then. Fuck. Yeah. So I was just like, why couldn't you have left that for me? If I'd have just seen, like... Or they, they didn't even have to show the claws. If they'd just shown someone in a vest. Yeah. Out of shot or something like that. And you could just be like, or, is that... Or just sh- oh. show the like the bodies that they did show. You could just say, we had some help. Yeah. Leave it at that. Cut to the bodies and then just finish. Because you could tell they'd been fucking cut up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm still, I'm not overly happy that it, it's it's Doomsday all over again. It's just sort of like, okay, well that's a character I, I'm, you know, fairly used to. Not not Doomsday obviously, but <laughs> it, it's it's something that it's a trailer that's taken a sort of a, a, a good moment out of the a film. Big because I would have seen that and have been like, oh, Wolverine's back. Okay, yeah. now how's he going to fit in with this new cast? That's great. But now now that I'm just like, okay, so Wolverine's in it. How is this going to fuck up the continuity now? I've got time to think about it, yeah. rather than just being in there and just being too blindsided by what's going on to really and think. Excited because even like you say with, with BVS, if we'd have gone in, saw it, and then we didn't know, um, we knew Batman was in it, Wonder Woman, Superman. We didn't know any any other person was in it, and then we see the Flash fucking cameo in the Aquaman. Um, and then we see Doomsday. I guarantee everyone who knew who he was would have just shit a brick. Yeah, because then it, no it's the sort how of bad it was. The stuff you where you just sort of like, well, he, he doesn't look like Doomsday, not really. That you would have been thinking that after you finished the film. Yeah, because like you say, you would have just totally taken you off guard. Where like Superman's like, what have you done? And then Doomsday just goes to smack fucking Luther. And you're just like, oh, Christ, that's fucking... D- oh, Christ, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, that's how they... And then it's all of that's going through your mind. And it's elation. It's great. And I love that feeling. Yeah. So to have it ruined beforehand for me to then go, why have they put Doomsday in there? <laughs> what a stupid like, fucking idea. It looks like Donatello's uncle. Yeah, it's just sort of like, oh, man, you've ruined it. And now I'm just sort of like, well, if, if Wolverine was around in the 60s and... But... He didn't know them, and it was only his future self going into his past self body. 
Now I'm asking questions about how are they going to work into the fact that now he knows them all? Yeah. Or are they just going to happen across him? Or are they just going to go, wait a minute, aren't you that guy that helped us save the president or whatever? <laughs> I, oh man, I don't know. It's going to be good. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking be- of X-Men though, Dan, rumour oh. has it, um, obviously the next Wolverine film will be Jackman's, well, reportedly last film. However, he has expressed an interest in it being in a Deadpool film. Mm. Um, but rumour has it they are bringing Laura into the fray, aka X-23, to replace him. Yeah, see, I've, I've also read something about this. Mm. Now, X-23 wasn't necessarily done particularly well in um, Last Stand. Um, wasn't it Last Stand? That was X-23, wasn't it, with the fingers? That's X-Men 2, and that's Lady Deathstroke. X-23 is his daughter. Who's like the current Wolverine in the comics. Oh, the female Wolverine? Yeah. Oh, that is, that's Literally. his daughter? Yeah, well... I thought he only had Dakin. Yeah, Dakin's his actual blood son. And Laura is um, the next perfect clone of Wolverine. Fucking hell, right. But <sighs> she, like, in, in the actual comics now Wolverine dead um, they've obviously they've got rid of like, the Ultimate Universe and compiled the, so it's all one streamlined universe now yep. well they've brought Logan from the old man Logan universe so he is actually there but Laura is the new Wolverine right so she's got the suit and everything has she still got the three claws yeah yeah it's basically, she basically looks like Wolverine in a kid's outfit <laughs> she's right. dead small but um, I, th- I think if it's handled right it'd be fucking cool especially because she has a lot more trouble fighting the like the rage that Sabretooth keep pushing onto Wolverine yeah um, so she could See, be an that, interesting character I, I think regardless of how Apocalypse turns out I think if you killed off Wolverine and introduced a female Wolverine in the next X-Men film that would get people back on board. Yeah. That yeah. would get that hype train going again. Whether it's bad or good, people go, ah, can't have a, a woman as Wolverine, what the fuck? And then you just show them all the comics where there's a Wolverine who's a woman. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, but girls. <laughs> but- boo, boo girls or whatever. And it's just like, no, shut up. Like, Thor's now a woman. Shut up. <laughs> Women can be cool people. Fucking Spider Gwen. Oh, don't. No, <laughs> with that hoodie. Lady Pool. See, Lady Deadpool, I can deal with. What but I'm... there's also a dog pool as well, so it's yeah. sort of like... Head, head pool, kid pool, <laughs> panda yeah. pool. Yeah. What I want them to do, I don't want them to kill Wolverine enough. Before he finishes, I want them to do an X-Force movie. No, Deadpool, just... Deadpool, just... X-23, Wolfbane. They're just milking the same fucking Hugh Jackman cash cow now. I give a fuck. Just kill him off and get a female Wolverine. Get, in. I'm totally on board with that. Get the guys who directed Deadpool. Get them to make an X Force movie, a one-off, not connected to anything. Have Cyclops be like, have assembled a team, and then get up to go and fucking kill Kid Apocalypse. Done. Yeah. Bit of fucking ace done. Well, I thought Kid Apocalypse was, he was okay. He, he could sort of like not control himself particularly well, but. Oh no, that's the that's the first X Force mission. To go kill him. Yeah, but they don't obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I mean, I thought he was just—he was—he was was like, "Yeah, apocalypse, all right," but I'm just a normal kid now, and I I don't want to be a super villain or anything. So he's like living in the X mansion. Because it's more a case of like Cyclops assembles the X Force, like no one else knows, and it's they're there purely for the fact that they've got to go and do the stuff that the X Men can't i.e. they've got to go and kill. Well, the X-Men don't exactly shy away from killing people. Well, no, but it's it's a similar sense that we can either use something to dampen the powers or just at least to capture them and then send them to fucking imprison them somewhere rather than finding them and just slicing them up. Yeah. Fancy fucking Cyclops and Storm being all up for that. <laughs> Maybe not, but... Still though, you could shoot someone with those fucking optic blasts. Well, considering he's like one of the most powerful mutants, I wouldn't want to get in the way of that. 
No, I, I was actually watching a couple of videos about like Omega level mutants, like yeah, uh, yeah. Iceman and Vulcan and stuff. And like, th these are sort of like mutants that have the ability to like alter reality and stuff mm. and like change the nature of the universe. Like, I don't think I beams kind of compares to that sort of shit, really. Well, no, it's more of the fact that it's because um, there's Magneto, Cyclops, Jean Grey, a couple of others that they're like a certain, I can't remember. For argument's sake, five is one of the highest levels. I can't, I can't actually remember what it was. We'll just say it's five. And that's why Mr. Sinister wants them. So we can splice them up and create even more powerful ones. Yeah. That's why he's always after Cyclops and Jean Grey. Well, he is one of the most powerful humans, but... Yeah. I don't think he... He's Never been done levels. justice, though. No. Nowhere near. See, I think the actor's fine. Like, the actor who's playing him, um, James Masters. I thought he was—he looked like a pretty good Cyclops. He was all right. It's just that he's always—he's never really interesting. It's, the problem is, like, even in the cartoons, it was. Oh look at this guy! He can shoot lasers and stuff. He's the leader. He looks pretty cool. Oh wait, is what's this guy's got clothes? Ah, oh, he looked cool as fuck. <laughs> and then everyone just doesn't give a fuck about Cyclops. There's, there's a great fucking scene in one of the X-Men cartoons. I was watching it a couple of years ago, and I just remember this scene because I burst out laughing. Um, but they're like they're, they're fighting whatever or whoever, and this building collapses and lands on Storm, like full building. <laughs> yeah, <she's> and, <laughs> and Scott's just like, "Quick, we got to get her out. She's claustrophobic." <laughs> it's like, so she might, so you know she's okay. okay. Right, okay. And I, I was crying. I was just like, what? That's a bit of an assumption, isn't it? <laughs> She's definitely alive, but she doesn't like enclosed spaces. Got to get her out of there, quick shot. I remember that. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny that was. <laughs> anyway, um, and it, it, it could be good. Could be good. Could also um, be a big bag of wank. However, one thing I'm to certain. Reserving judgment at the moment. I don't think it's going to be as good as Civil War. No. Um, I, it's a very unfair assumption to think that it possibly could be because it won't be. We no, can, but we again, they're still they're still very different films, though. Exactly. So um, e even if it's good in its own right, it would still be good, but it just might not be a better directed, written, whatever film than Civil it, War is. If it keeps in line with the quality of First Class and Days of Future Past, I will be very happy. I enjoyed yeah, both of those yeah. films immensely. Yeah, it was all right. I, I think it's still going to be better received than um, Batman. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think people are expecting too much of it. That's what I mean. Yeah, I th a lot of people are pushing more for fucking Suicide Squad at the moment. <sighs> and I, I don't get it wrong. The more I've seen of it, the better it looks. But I don't know, man. I'm still. Not that optimistic. I, I'm. I want it to be great. I really do. I, I'm hoping that I go in there and it blows me away, and I'm just like, oh, finally, well done. Yeah. But I'm, I'm terrified because if they can't do their comedy <clears throat> film right, god damn it. I don't know. There's, I mean, I know Snyder's not doing it, so. I know, yeah, but a, people are saying like, I bet you anything, like all the decent jokes are all in the bloody trailer. And it's yeah, just like, yeah, I can, I can imagine that. Deadpool. I know, but this isn't going to be Deadpool. No, but what I'm saying is, that was one of your biggest problems with Deadpool was a lot of the stuff was in the trailers. Yeah. yeah. And granted, I mean, there was a lot more content to it than just what mm, we saw. Of course, the trailers. it was. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I didn't have a problem with that. I, I'm one of these people that if I've enjoyed something, like in the trailer where. Batman's taking out all the guys when he's going to. Obviously, we don't know in the trailer, but when he's going to save Martha, yeah. Um, I was just so giddy waiting for that scene, <laughs> and it's the same in in Deadpool. Like there were certain parts from the trailers that you could tell, and you're like, "Oh, that bit's coming up now." Yeah. But with Suicide Squad, I can't actually remember what happens in the trailers. Well, Except I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just sort of like. The Joker's in there in various outfits and various looks on him. Mm. Um, then you sort of get a brief look at everyone's abilities, other than you don't see Captain Boomerang throw a boomerang. You don't see Deadshot pull off any kind of trick shots. 
Um, you don't see Huntress really doing any kind of magic. Um, you don't see Killer Croc eating anyone. You see Diablo, El Diablo, y- using some fire. Yeah. And you see Harley with a tiny hammer. Getting changed. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. Every time I think, yeah, this could be really good. This could get them back on track. They could say, well, but that's the thing, though. They go, because then they're like, well, you know, every film can't be funny. It's like, well, no, every film shouldn't be funny either. It shouldn't all be Marvel films. They've done very well with what they do. Don't try and copy it. Yeah. So now they're doing a sort of comedy Guardians film. If they can't do that right, then people are just going to give give up because it's like, well, you can't do the serious films right because we've got Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. People didn't particularly take too well to either. It's sort of split down the middle on Man of Steel. Batman is more. It's sort of 60-40, not very good to, or at least passable yeah. to people who really enjoyed it. And. If this is their break from the sort of serious, somber, oh man, the world's always on edge, and they can't make it funny or engaging, then what have they got left? Green Lantern. <laughs> Aquaman. Well, what do you fucking do? So, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I, I hate films that I ever mentioned. I hate these bloody films. I'm sick to death of getting overhyped and underhyped and underwhelmed. Ugh. I'm still going to go and see fucking Civil War. I'm going to say Civil War, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, early re- reviews, early previews, sorry, for the film have been very positive. But early previews for Batman v Superman were very positive. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have to pretty much avoid Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of stuff to avoid any kind of clickbait report, uh, reveals. Like, yeah. oh, guess who dies in Civil War? And then it's like Spider-Man. a picture of Spider-Man. Yeah, well... <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming is just sort of like it's his funeral. So it's, it's him going home in a box, unfortunately. Instead of like flowers, they throw some Uncle Ben's rice. Yeah, but the then they've still got that um, the woman with a violin from like Spider-Man One and Two. Ding, 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 ding. Spider-Man. It's just like the worst fucking. That again. It, it's the oh, you can input the. Find it on YouTube and put it in. It's awful. Oh, I just liked your impression. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> that kind of Russian Slovakian. Well, she's like Asian, so I bloody well hope not. Then it wasn't that good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Slightly racist. Yeah, probably. Um, so with that, Dan, I don't have anything else. No, I want to. I want to have a lie down. Um, is it got, taking is it, it, out it got too one. much? Hey, I watched Bad Blood the other week. What's that? Batman. Cartoon. Bad Blood. Oh, with fucking uh, Katie Kane. Or yeah, is yeah. it Katie Kane? As Batgirl and then the Batwing. And, oh, God. It was, it was <laughs> alright. Oh, it's alright. It's not as good as the other ones, though. No, no way there. I did uh, attempt to watch Justice League this two times, but I didn't get a chance. Oh, that's actually pretty good. I would recommend that one over that for sure. So I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, in other news, though, um, I got all the Fallout for DLC over the weekend. <laughs> um, completed um, Automatron. Love it. Really cool. Love the robots. Making them all look fucking bonkers. Great. Uh, Wasteland Workshops, a little bit. I was hoping it'd be like a, kind of like a Sims expansion pack. Mm. You know, it'd just be like a bunch of... I mean, there are some really cool sort of new additions, like street lamps and stuff, so you can like light the streets properly. Um, but I was hoping for more, so I'm hoping that now that they've released the DLC, they continue to add to the DLC rather than just adding new stuff to the you know, kind of normal mode. Um, but I'm still I'm excited for uh, the next two DLCs, to be honest. Good. Yeah, really looking forward to that. Uncharted, um, next one. Yeah. That's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ain't getting nothing else. So we've got a bit of Civil War action, a bit of Uncharted action, a bit of Fallout action. Um, also, brand new DLC for Rocket League, basketball mode. Yep, that comes out at the end of the month, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So that should be pretty fun. Um, I can't think of nothing else. No, what else, what else have we got coming up then, if that's the case? Uh, well, we have started our brand new... Um, if you listened to last week's podcast, we told you about our uh, new series, um, GoldenEye Source 007 Snowblind, um, and we're very... Thankfully, on our half at least, 
um, collaborated with a, the artist fan of the aviators slash just aviators we, I'm not sure it keeps changing on everything I look at yeah um, but basically um, he's, he's given us a song to use as the Bond theme um, there's a full like 4 minute 15 second video of a full Bond intro with the theme um, and then the first episode of the series went up I believe um, Friday yeah it was weekend yeah yeah um, and basically we're in the snow we're dressed as lady scientists because she's dressed in white and it's just throwing knives and hunting knives and it's quite fun um, yeah. for the next episode we are doing lasers yeah from everyone's favourite Bond film Moonraker <laughs> <laughs> pretty exactly. sure that's the theme song yeah it's just like <laughs> um, I really enjoyed Moonraker I don't know what everyone goes on about I, I love it Jaws in Space man. it's fucking it's, great it's better than on a Majesty's Secret Service but this is true so is a hernia <laughs> um, but no it's, it's it's not a bad Bond film um, I love it there's fucking lasers all over the place yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's, it's just it's, seeing Roger Moore in a space suit <laughs> it's brilliant it's like Jaws gets a girlfriend. Um, what's his, what's the, the bad guy's name? Um, oh, that's gonna kill me now. It is. I let oh. it in. It'll just be like a really really shit dub. <laughs> um, see, it's not Zorin. Um, oh, Google it. I can't remember. That's gonna wind me up. Stromberg. <gasps> Drax. There you go. Drax knew it. Oh yeah, who got Drax? Who got Drax? Yeah. Whew. Thank God for that. Um, yeah. So Drax is in it. Drax is a brilliant bad guy. But it's, it's like it's like the perfect world domination plan. It's just like I'm going to build a space station. I'm going to put the most perfect people in the world on my space station to breed, and I'm going to launch these orchid bombs at the world to kill off every human, but not any animals or plant life. Then we're going to go back down and repopulate the Earth. Brilliant. Why did Bond stop him? Because he's a good guy, and he's not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, give me a Trax spacesuit for sure. Drax. <gasps> Do you think he's part of the Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> Could be, yeah. No, that's, that's him in the future. Yeah, give him a little goatee. <laughs> um, but anyway, so episode two, we will be using just um, the lasers from Moonraker. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hard to see. Yeah, we, we had a practice go yesterday, and I dare say it's a little bit harder than... Uh, for some reason, it seems to be harder to see people with Moonraker lasers than it is with knives. Yeah. Which is weird. A little bit. Um, it was fun anyway. So we'll, yeah. we'll be recording that this week. Um, we're also doing a brand new Can You Believe It? And um, some other stuff. Probably. Probably. Why not? Yeah. Why not, Dan? Uh, probably because it's awful. You are awful. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. Bye! Bye. <laughs> um, where can they find this awful stuff? Um, if you really want to check it out, um, you can always go to www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk. You can go to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash podcastvsplayer. You can go to Twitter, at podcastvsplayer. You can email us, playervpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go on Instagram, and it's at podcastvsplayer. No, it's not at, but it's podcast versus player. But that's where it is, that. Um, <laughs> is it that? No, it's just podcast oh. versus player. But well done. Um, this week's podcast is brought to you by our affiliate Spotlight. Um, basically, each week um, we will bring you the best deals on the latest releases thanks to our affiliates. And yes. this week's Spotlight is uh, from the generous folk at GameSeek UK and Europe's number one online video game retailer. I think they are. They are, definitely. Um, Quantum Breakdown on Xbox One. You right. can buy for the pretty fucking good price of £39.48. Well, that's certainly cheaper than the Windows Store. Exactly. It's cheaper than most stores. I paid like 42 quid, something like that. <laughs> you idiot. I know, yeah, I wish I'd waited. Um, <laughs> Dark Souls 3. Um, available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC. Um, for PC, you can get it from GameSeek for £26.98 through our affiliate deal. Um, PS4 £39.75 and Xbox One £36.98 if you like any of those prices 
um, you can head over to our affiliate spotlight section on the website which is www.podcastbusinessplayer.com forward slash spotlight um, and then you will be able to enjoy the prices we have given you yeah you're welcome you're most you savages you, you dirty bastards <laughs> all right anyway that's all we've got um, so you can pay us later game C we've done, we've done your dirty <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, so check out the spotlight every week. Um, games will be updated as they are released, um, and then we might just throw some cheeky ones that we just enjoy the price of. Yeah, Why any not? good deals for the week, a deal yeah. of the week, um, something like that. It's not just Game Seek. We'll be offering um, deals from various other um, affiliates that we are with. Shall I see if I can get them all? Because I can hear you scrolling maniacally. Yeah, I forgot to get it, the the affiliate page. <laughs> So Jesus Christ, let's see one if you fucking can job. Let's see if you okay, can okay, more. here we go. Um, GameSeek, uh, who I believe are Europe and UK's number one online retailer. <laughs> um, we've also got Zavi, we've got 365 Games, we've got Consoles and Gadgets, and we've also got Game. Well done. Well Is that done. more? Um, they're all the branded affiliates. We've also got Blog Critics, GameSeek, and for the Geek. Oh yeah, of course. Well, they don't give us anything. Well, blog critics. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep on their side. Um, yeah, yeah. If you would it's like, all listed on the website. It's all there. Bloody luck. Um, if you happen to be somebody that can uh, offer us affiliate deals, um, and you would like to join our ever-growing affiliate partners, then you can let us know on the website, and then we'll get back to you. Because probably we'll call like that. Hmm. And speaking of, we need to get in touch with some developers, then. We do, and um, we're looking to do some more Green Line of Fortune. Or whatever the fuck it's called, because I've already forgotten it. And I also can't talk properly. Well done. For whatever reason. So we'll leave yeah. that. <laughs> Basically, um, because we enjoy working with developers of uh, Flood Fighters and Bleeding Blocks, uh, Bleeding Blocks, um, Chibi Bomber, Chibi Bomber, Fistful um, of Frags. All right, Jesus. <laughs> Wild Warfare. Some games but... that people made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to contact some more developers and do some more of that, um, and we're hoping with. Um, new stuff like PAX East and that um, happening and that there'll be more indie developers hoping to just show off games fingers crossed so hopefully we shall have a look so Dan I'm going to go you're going to go lie down and then uh, I'll see you same time next week what bloody shambles don't be fucking late Uh, the last before we go the last your top three X-Men Top three X Men. Um, One being the best. Fuck me, I don't know. Bye. See ya. <laughs> 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 <laughs>